Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast continues my reflections on the We Believe in You statements of faith that express what God tells us is true of us from the perspective of one who has created us loves us, and longs to be with us, sharing the life he gave us. In this episode, I will share some thoughts about the fourth We Believe in You statement, which tells us that your mind is designed to seek and discover truth. Our Christian faith tells us that when God created human beings, God endowed us with the gifts of intellect and free will, the ability to learn and know, and the ability to will and to choose. Another we believe in you statement, namely, you are free to choose life, to choose love, and to choose goodness always and everywhere, will invite us to reflect on the gift of free will, while this reflection is about our ability to seek and discover the truth. The verbs seek and discover imply that we have some work to do here, that truth is not obvious, apparent, or infused into us. Rather, we are called to be active in the search for truth. Nevertheless, this statement of faith assures us that we have the wherewithal to do so, should we choose to engage in what will be hard work. The human mind is an awesome and mysterious part of us. That we can learn something new with each passing second is a miracle, as are all of the wondrous aspects of human growth and development. It is a miracle to learn to name and to identify objects by the names we have given them, to imitate and then to make sounds into meaningful speech, and to read words and know what they are referring to, to connect ideas into meaningful wholes that tell stories and communicate complex thoughts, patterns, and relationships, to ask questions and grasp answers, to imagine what is not readily obvious and apparent, and to evaluate and judge. Minds working together and communicating through the process of writing, reading, and publishing have developed systematic ways of observing, hypothesizing, testing, revising, and improving our understanding of what we see and hear and feel and taste and touch, allowing us to explain what is happening in our experience, to predict what will happen based on carefully constructed patterns, and possibly to control the events of the future. With our minds, we are able to invent, to design, to explore. But have we come anywhere close to the truth with all of this knowing? Our ability to learn itself teaches us that we never have the final and ultimate answer. Every discovery opens up more questions Every invention can be improved. Every event that occurs outside our predictive patterns changes the patterns of prediction, which are never perfect. And so knowledge keeps increasing, even as it continually proves that what we once believed as true is actually false. It's common to tell students that all of the knowledge they accumulate and master in the course of their education, at least half of it, will be obsolete within just a few years of their graduation. In addition to never quite discovering the last word about anything, all too often our minds do not function as though they were designed to seek and discover the truth. 
for all of our intelligence. We are easily fooled, manipulated, deceived, and blinded into believing things that are blatantly false are the truth. We are all too ready to confirm our biases, be shaped by groupthink, swayed by beautiful images and sounds, and settle for convenient untruths rather than seek the truth that might upset the comfortable bubbles of belief we construct to make life bearable and livable on our terms. As I was starting to reflect on the boldness of this statement of faith, and like all the other we believe in you statements, I found myself wondering if it can have any credibility at all. And I recall two very famous pieces of dialogue from our shared human drama. The first was the enigmatic conversation between Jesus and Pontius Pilate during the trial that ended in Jesus being condemned to die by crucifixion. Pilate asked Jesus if he is in fact the king of the Jews. Jesus replies that his kingdom is not of this world, and Pilate replies with, then you are a king. Jesus answers, you say I am a king. For this I was born and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. To which Pilate responds, what is truth? And walks away without waiting for an answer. The other comes from the movie A Few Good Men about Marines on trial for the murder of a fellow Marine. They are defended by Tom Cruise and commanded by Jack Nicholson playing a Marine Colonel. Cruise has evidence that the Marines were acting under the implicit if not explicit orders of the Colonel and as he closes in to force the Colonel to admit it, he demands that Nicholson tell the truth and is blasted with a very loud and forceful, you can't handle the truth. I refer to these two episodes because regardless of how our God has designed our minds, we may not really be all that interested in knowing the truth. As Pilate could have cared less the truth would be anything other than what he commanded under the threat of violence and death. And perhaps we are too afraid to search for truth, fearing what might be exposed about us or about the way things really are. In fact, we are quite skilled at hiding the truth under veils of illusions. Truth will then only be revealed through experiences of disillusionment. These experiences are almost always painful as they show us what we really, that what we really want to be true is in fact just fantasy. We do create an illusory universe around us in which we are safe and loved and important because we are the absolute center of our universe. Disillusionment occurs when we discover that we ourselves or others we have idealized or demonized are not what we have invented us and them to be we find out that we are not as good as we think we are, not as powerful, not as safe or wise or important to others as we would like. Our heroes have flaws. Our parents were adequate at best if we were really lucky. And those we find ourselves attracted and attached to because we experience them as completing us, sorry for yet another reference to a Tom Cruise movie, have an existence of their own that has nothing to do with us. Disillusionment hurts like crazy and has only one redeeming quality. When the curtain of illusion is pulled back, 
the truth is revealed that the great and powerful Oz is nothing but a very bad wizard. Still, we hunger to understand, to explain, predict, and control the forces around us. For the vast majority of human history, we took for granted that unseen spiritual forces were as real, if not more real, than what we could clearly observe. We would attribute the causes of the effects we could observe to the activity of gods, demons, spirits, and angels. Known as pre-modernity, religious beliefs and practices became the measure of truth, even if we couldn't measure it at all. With God as the answer to all unanswerable questions, religion and spirituality had enormous power over the hearts, minds, and actions of all people. Consequently, truth that was believed in faith to be revealed to us by God had far more authority than science. The Bible was definitive history, geography, and science all rolled into one, despite what our telescopes and equations were revealing to our eyes and minds. Faith trumped reason at every turn, and its power to frighten us into compliance allowed a lot of very questionable truths to be the rule of the day. Faith in illusion is not faith in truth, and so maybe faith alone is no way to seek and discover truth. But of course, this pre-modern reliance on faith and revelation gave way to the power of human reason, especially science, and brought revolutions in all areas of life as human knowing elevated the human being higher than all other creatures, and even called into question the existence and behavior of a previously assumed creator. We learned to measure and count and build and found ourselves growing more prosperous as we took control of nature and its forces to work for us. Exploration of the globe, industrialization, always improving agriculture, liberal democracies instead of divinely endowed monarchies were all evidence of the superiority of the human mind and its destiny to run the world by its own wisdom. This illusion was exposed throughout the 20th century as the result of human beings as the measure of all things brought us ever more horrible weapons and wars, the Holocaust, the nuclear bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, greater scarcity of resources despite greater abundance, and the seemingly unstoppable degradation of the environment. This disillusionment resulted in our mistrust of humanly created institutions declaring to us what truth is. Rather than a return to faith and revelation as the source of truth, we move next to only trusting truth that we ourselves as individuals would embrace. The truth became my truth, and I alone would judge what I would accept as truth. So rather than opening us wider and wider, our search for truth has narrowed us even more completely, leaving us unsure about who or what might be telling us the truth, or if there is even such a thing as the truth waiting for us to seek and discover it. We live now in a world where religious beliefs have been questionable and suspect for a long time, but also in a world that is no longer trusting science to reveal truth to us. Are we at a point of giving up our efforts to seek and discover truth? Our efforts to seek and discover truth have taken us down two paths. 
One is the path whereby we trust in faith that truth will be revealed by God. The other is that path of science and reason whereby we trust ourselves to unlock the secrets of truth with our own minds. These two paths have often been considered to be conflicting and even contradictory. But the Christian faith tradition sees them as complementary and each as necessary for our minds to seek and discover truth. Neither alone will bring us to truth. In fact, on their own, they will likely take us further and further away from truth and deeper and deeper into the illusory worlds of our own creation. Faith without reason is highly susceptible to becoming magical, delusional, superstitious, and sheer fantasy. Reason without faith, as we have seen in the 20th and now 21st centuries, becomes dehumanizing, destructive, and driven by a desire to dominate and control. The question is, where do we start? With faith or reason? Which one gets the first word or the last word? Can they even have a civil conversation in our hearts and minds? It is, as the church teaches us, the great privilege of a Catholic college like Merrimack to be the place where such a conversation is to take place. And so perhaps we might look to the wisdom and experience of our spiritual guide, St. Augustine, for some clues about how to do this. Augustine's personal experience of seeking and discovering truth was that his mind alone was not sufficient to the task. Consequently, when God made God's self known to him as a person and not as a concept, when he was able to know God and not just know about God, he was then able to use his powers of reasoning to understand what was revealed through grace and known through faith in the depth of his being. He gives us the advice that we need to believe, that we need to believe in order to understand and then seek to understand what is revealed to us in faith by grace. Augustine discovered in his own experience that he could not reason his way to faith, think his way to God, and that his mind alone couldn't grasp the awesome of re reality of a God who is beyond all understanding and yet closer to him than he was to himself. Yet once he experienced the truth of God within him, he never tired of seeking with his mind and reason to discover more and more of that truth. St. Paul tells us that the folly of God is wiser than any human wisdom and use the absurd notion that God in Christ allowed himself to be crucified out of love for him as proof of this. This suggests to me that while we may not have any definitive way of knowing for sure that we are on the right path of seeking and discovering the truth with our minds, hearts, and the whole of our being, there may be some pretty strong clues we might notice based on faith in the God who has revealed the truth in Jesus Christ. For example, I think the truth will always humble us rather than puff us up with pride or arrogance. Perhaps the great prayer offered by Mary, the mother of Jesus, known as the Magnificat, tells us what truth is doing and where truth can be found namely in the awareness that God has done great things for us in our lowliness. Truth will scatter the proud in their arrogance and conceit. Truth will tear down the mighty from their thrones and lift up the lowly. 
Truth will fill the hungry with good things and send the rich away empty-handed. Truth will always be in the service of unity and communion between ourselves and our Creator, with one another and with all of nature rather than a source of division and separation. Truth will bring freedom and end all slavery. Perhaps most important of all, truth will love us before we know enough of it to love truth. There is no evidence that human reason alone is capable of grasping this truth. And it is certainly the case that all of its achievements and discoveries have not come close to accomplishing anything like the truth revealed by grace and grasped. Accomplishing anything like what the truth revealed by grace and grasped through faith has done. Our minds have been designed to seek and discover truth while truth itself is relentlessly seeking us out through grace, inviting us to embrace it in faith and then fall in love with it so intensely that we seek it as relentlessly as it has sought us. There will be no reason for us to walk away from truth as Pilate did, because perhaps we can handle the truth after all. If only we give ourselves over to it and let it be revealed to us by always allowing our minds to understand what this truth really means. Peace and blessings to you all.